Wah, 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 wah. That's the intro, remember? Please don't leave that in, Leland. <laughs> he leaves everything in, even when I tell him not to. <laughs> Especially when you tell me not Especially to. Especially when I tell him not to. I don't even know what number this is. Ten? This is After Party ten. 9. Welcome to After Party 10. Oh my goodness. It's 10. X. After yeah, Party After X. Party X. After Party X. Ooh, that sounds fancy. Oh, yeah, it sounds like NSFW. <laughs> Perfect. Just one X. Oh. Just a, li- just a little NSFW. <laughs> just the tip. That's right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and we're off. <laughs> I guess the one 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 keeps keeps in there. It's staying in there. Yeah, so yeah. Can't uh, can't get rid of that. So we're talking about sessions 30, 31, and 32. That's right. Take it away, John. The Bryn episode. This is a really good series of episodes, I think. I think we left it on quite the I mean, the I'm not biased at all, but I liked it. <laughs> you were hardly in them. <laughs> I think they're going to be a fan favorite. <laughs> There's about 15 minutes of falls room. <laughs> Yeah, well, we start out with 30, which is all Bryn, so I'll just whole sit here Bryn. and listen. Bryn episode. Break it down for us. Rogue well, One, a solo story. Um, Well, like, in our actual recording, we left it off before the Bryn heist episode, and I knew that that's what I wanted to do, so I was messaging with Leland. It was kind of in the works, and... I don't know. We didn't think it would be that long, or I didn't. I don't know about you, Leland, but uh, you- yeah, I wasn't uh, entirely sure how long it was going to take. But it, uh, thankfully, which we will get to later, uh, turned into about long enough for for a full episode. So, so break it down, Bren. Did or I guess I should say Elena now. <laughs> uh, Elena, did you did you uh, contact Leland and say you wanted to go? have a, yeah, a side so, quest. Yeah, so I messaged him with this idea and then we just we did it on a off night. Like Bill came home and wore his headphones and was oblivious to everything going on, but uh it was like rather exciting to I don't know, I didn't did you think I was going to get caught Leland? I like was hoping I didn't, but I thought it was definitely a possibility that they all wake up and I'm gone in jail somewhere or something. It was 100% a possibility that you could have yeah. gotten caught, but I, that freaking wood elf bow, man. That's I, what I was going to say. <laughs> it's uh, very difficult uh, to, to detect you when you're wielding that thing and tiptoeing around, so. I think it was uttered at the end, like, why am I even having you doing stealth checks? <laughs> like, <yeah. laughs> it was pretty good. Everything involved in that whole heist was like, Something Bryn was, as a character, like a rogue is built for. So it was like, I was proficient yeah. in everything. Those earplugs of the bullet really helped me when I was feeling daunted by the lock and everything. Everything, even in further episodes, putting those in to hear the uh, ankegs and stuff like that. It was pretty cool. So, I don't know. I was a little disappointed with what was inside. <laughs> <laughs> what were you expecting? Uh... I mean, the gold was good. Bryn was about that. I was a little bit just like, just information. Like, and... <laughs> what the fuck was supposed to be in it? Well, you because the treasury of the city of gold? I understand. <laughs> a little tiny safe. I thought, like, maybe a cube, like, uh, the cubes we need to go up in the towers and the light and all that. But 
My disappointment came from the fact that any information you told me, even if it was vague, I later say to you, you know, as DM, like, what do I recall? Do I remember seeing this? And it's kind of in your hands what I remember. Or do I re- did I read something about this? Because like I said, I took time to like memorize it and then put it back. But I think it still gives you as DM a control over what I you could write it down. Well, I tried to write some stuff down, but it was still very like vague and uh yeah. But Well, you you didn't take any of the information as Bren, right? You did you did state though you wanted to look over it quite well so you'd have a better chance of recalling it. Yeah. Okay, so another thing, this is kind of off subject now, but like when we got into that office, Leland, listening back, I heard you describe like what was it? I assumed it was a picture covered mm-hmm. in like paper, but a, I never a large rectangular shape. Yes, covered but in I paper. never yeah. investigated it. You just didn't actually open it. I just assumed what it was. I'm like, dang it! I should. He's taking the time to describe something, and I'm not checking into it. <sighs> I'm <was> so mad. <laughs> it could have been a waste of time and something that would have given away your presence there too. Sure, but maybe it was a picture of who Drake Lakely is or something, and like I need, you know. Anyway. So why didn't why didn't you just take the stuff? What's oh like the blueprints and all that? Yeah. Um, my thought was, cause did you listen to the episode, John? Yeah, I mean, okay. you guys gave us permission for that yes. one, right? I mean, yes. I hope you did. I, I Bryn is sharing all <laughs> the information with you, but she didn't share so far that like she took right. the gold and replaced it with marbles or ball bearings or things. Like, I basically wanted him to think nothing happened. So, if he sees it all there and sees a bag full of stuff without going through the bag, like he's not gonna know. So you did tell us, uh, or maybe you, did you tell us any of this information yet? Yeah, I did. A little bit, yeah. I mean, in, in episodes yeah. 30, 31, and 32. Yeah, yeah I believe in, in 32, yeah. In okay, 32, okay. I do. I remember listening. I just didn't know if that was where, yeah, I guess it was. And that was like Bryn reiterating what she remembered, too, which I like. So we can we can talk about our theories then, right? Yeah, I need to know who Drake is. I want to know if Drake's still alive. Or so like... I, I will. I will, just want to, before you guys get to your theories, um, so the, the, the info recall on those papers... Yeah, since you didn't take them, you may become an unreliable source. Yeah, that's what trying like... to figure trying to figure something out. But I would never, I would never let you explain something in character, knowing that Elena forgot. Right, like, and I, okay. I wouldn't let Bryn, you know, think that she's being truthful with somebody just because you, uh, you know, because. The the playtime gaps, et cetera, et cetera, just because you had uh, maybe you had forgotten about one little tidbit of of something. So I would certainly interject where where needed, as I think I'm pretty good on doing. Uh, but yeah, but you didn't take it. So like, I don't know if if you uh, you know if you guys ever get to these freaking towers, uh, were you to attempt to use that knowledge, like your your viewing of the blueprints as a, a way of navigating it. That's where, uh, like, a check would come in, basically, right? If you, okay, and, and I did state in the episode that it's a, it's a fairly simple blueprint. Um, I think you, you'd have a, you'd have a really good chance of, of knowing, one, like, how many, how many, maybe how many different sections or rooms the tower has. Uh, if there's something that goes all the way up to the top of it uh, laid out, as far as the blueprints you've seen. Now, of course, judging by the date of the contract, you don't really know how often and how, 
how fresh those the papers in there but you did see two distinct versions of the tower and you do know yeah. as a char- as as a character that the the two towers you were so you guys are supposed to shut down are larger and basically newer so yeah there's newer and there's older right i remember you talking compared to like the one that she saw in the filler and forest exactly but i i yeah. definitely was surprised i okay so i was disappointed that i was like papers and information okay fine <laughs> but um i was definitely surprised to hear that like the mayor of goldham supposedly because his last name is lakely and drake lakely so there's some sort of connection there like why were they involved in the construction or maintenance of these towers but hiring people to shut them down and like i don't i think money let's spit theories money and money and power they were given a lot of money to help build those towers and they had probably had an arrangement and i think it's his dad probably but more money more problems you know well, I mean, it's not like he's, uh, I mean, he's hurting for cash, right? I mean, he's he's getting uh, his picture painted and delivered. and. I mean, <laughs> well, you guys yeah. did see the state of Goldham, right? Like, and he, and Blake uh, did say, mention to you, like, the his commerce has been affected. Yeah. And basically, that's the driving force behind needing to, needing to get the towers shut down. Yeah, I think he's. Uh, that's why he hired. Or that's why he contacted Detmer to make it look like he doesn't have anything to do with this. Right. Okay, Some, that makes something's, sense. Something's something's went awry in their deal, or the deal his dad made. So where's Drake Lakely in a dungeon somewhere? And Blake, you know, pulled a coup, and he's. I think he's probably dead. And, right. yeah, and killed Blake. him. Old and dead. Killed his dad. Well, you know, you could just be old. I mean, Blake wasn't a young chicken himself. Well, Samuel Coltis is still in charge. Of the paladin, so... Yeah, but I don't think Samuel Coltis is human, and I don't think he's living a normal life. He doesn't age, okay. Hmm. 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 I mean, if he's elf, he could be living a long life, as elves do. Yeah, hundreds of years, yeah. Well, let's hope But I think he has an unnaturally long life. That's my my thinking. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's not a far stretch. If if uh, Blake had information to help us power down the towers in which he hired us to do, I would have thought he would have given us more information than he did. Maybe he doesn't want to incriminate himself. Well, he hired Detmer, you're saying, to like make sure he stays out of it, but then he let us into his office and gave you know gave other people items to help. Them. I don't know. It's weird. I mean, it's not. We're not the only party yeah. either. Yeah. That's not that secretive to let us in the city hall and all that. Or maybe he's still working for him and... Uh, setting us up. Setting us up yeah, for a reason, yeah. Maybe you're seeing how many adventurers they can kill. Hmm. Maybe we're giving Leland ideas. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we scribble, should scribble, stop scribble, scribble, taking notes, taking notes. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so then you... Uh, I guess, is there anything about your... A solo episode that you thought was, uh, uh, you really enjoyed? I mean, like, when you were sneaking around through the hallways or anything and, you know, breaking into the windows, you know, anything you want to talk about? I mean... (laughs) I mean, it's... What I was about to say is, Bryn was feeling herself, but then... (laughs) 
This is an after party. You can say anything you want. Bryn, it it felt really, really good to be like successfully rolling and pull something off that I wanted to. That bow was yeah, amazing. Yeah, it came in yeah. right in time. Perfect timing with the bow. Even in thirty two, she was she one shotted two of those ghost things, didn't she? That was thirty two. Yeah. yeah. So I'm not spoiling that. So Bryn's feeling pretty good about that bow. <laughs> and Elaine is very happy that she has it, that's for sure. I think money well spent for sure. I mean, it it, it literally already paid for itself, right? With oh your, yeah, that's oh yeah. Role. The listeners I mean, just had to deal with a shopping episode, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> girls be shopping. Every you know, ten to fifteen episodes, we have a shopping episode. So yeah. sorry. <laughs> Although you still haven't, uh, right. I still haven't given you a total of on Mike what's in that bag. What bag? The or the the sorry the pouch oh, of yeah. gold the gold pouch you did kind of tell me off mic yeah we could kind of touch on that a little bit the bag of gold Elena misremembered how much we were getting for that job so in character we could say that Bryn was trying to fool Shaft into thinking she got enough but it was really Elena's fault like it was my fault for misremembering yeah so now or so originally when we were recording that. I I did interject and remind Elena um yeah that in that pouch is nowhere near what mm-hmm. you were what the job was supposed to pay. I did actually end up cutting that out of the episode though. Yeah. So it so it left that as if Bryn was like a persuasion lying. Yeah. yeah, kind of thing. And I I hummed and hawed on it. I I think um John and I had kind of talked about it a little bit kind of the ramifications of it being kept in. And I'm like, okay, I think I'm just going to take this out because uh, I think it just, the episode flowed more, like, better. Yeah, it definitely it. flowed well, but listener, I was lying. <laughs> There's, We still have <laughs> to get these towers. That's not enough gold. <laughs> I, I think that's okay to say in the after party. Yeah, before we get to that, because that's a little bit down the line. It is. We, you, yeah. get, you get back to the... Keep uh, us on, on track, John. Yeah, we get back to the get back to the uh, cavern or the end. Yeah, <laughs> hang on, everybody, strap in. <laughs> I said in. <laughs> okay, so uh, you got back. You saw the toad, frog toad, as uh, oh man, I was to a just loving the fact that the five toad yet toad. again. <laughs> Leland introduces <laughs> us to a creature which we. I purposefully said frog. Did you, though? Yes, I did. I 100%. Because I think it's funny that we do that. Oh, man. Now you sound like Shaft. It didn't seem like you did it on But also, what is actually funny is that, I mean, you literally five episodes before that, you met the Grom. Yeah. (laughs) These tiny little frogs. And now there's this giant-ass toad. What the fuck is with these amphibians? I don't know. I have, like, a fetish or something. (laughs) I wasn't going to ask Leland because I don't know if I want to know the answer. Leland just loves grappling his amphibians. Just love cold blooded creatures. Getting that tongue all over you. Oh, sick. <laughs> Too far. He just crossed the line. So uh, while that was Bryn's first encounter with that creature, and that creature is called a Bander Hob, uh, it's out of Volo's uh, Guide to Monsters. Very cool creature. Um, so while that was Bryn's first encounter, this is not the first time the listeners or uh, any of the party members have quote-unquote encountered 
the banner that, up. That is true. Mm. What? How? I got a bit of a, that vibe as well. I'm so you guys, you guys know that you were. I didn't have l- listen to. I haven't the... listened to your part yet. Oh, or have Wait. I? Wait, no, I did haven't. you, Elena? You did, didn't no. you? No, the thing where oh. you did your ritual. Yeah. Oh no. Oh no, that's that's you can listen to that now, so right? So there's Lila? banner hop. I think in so. That? I think yeah. so. Dang, I didn't well, know that. So is it your fault or what? I don't think I don't think they should listen to it though because there's one piece of information still that Shaft wouldn't want other people to know. That is uh, true. Obviously, I've I've heard it. But yeah, so yeah, long yeah. story short, Shaft's the reason why Falzerin's dead. Yep. No, that's it. And I will never forgive you. I mean, Falzerin could be dead. We don't know that for sure, guys. I would think I'd almost. Uh, I don't even say anything. There were. <laughs> I will say there were. There were a lot of dominoes that were lined up in very perfect ways that I had nothing to do with. <laughs> <laughs> that makes me sound bad. Okay, so just so just one of them was saying I wanted to break into a safe in the middle of the night. Because for sure, I did that get was to... was ex- certainly one of them. Absolutely. I did get to explain it on mic uh, the second time around, which we'll mention. Listener, it'll yeah. make sense in a minute. But uh, I got to mention, like, Bryn had this level of guilt for leaving in the middle of the night and stuff and thinking right. she would protect Falzern. Yeah. Yeah, we'll get to our So our, it's not all her tiff. fault, eh, Shaft? <laughs> we'll get to our little tiff here in a little bit. So <laughs> so then we went back, and it was the, uh, our, uh, what was it, the um, gargoyles, the stone gargoyles. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that was pretty much an episode, almost, right? Eh, not a whole episode. But... Um, no, the very the very beginning, I think it was maybe the 15, 20 minutes of, of episode 31, I believe. Uh, and then the rest of that episode was you guys basically getting on the track, deciding whether or not you want to go after Falzerin, and then right. finding the trail, <laughs> and then getting to the uh, outer limits of Goldham. <laughs> so I do have one thing I want to bring up. When it was more Shaft just convincing was, uh, Shaft. Friggin' Shaft. When, yeah, when Shaft was in uh, with the gargoyle in his room, and I, I was asking you about getting out the window. I was going to jump out the window, right? And I, I wanted to see if there was anything down below I could land on. And then the other question I asked was, can I uh, move away from him Can I without provoking an opportunity attack? Mm-hmm. What I was planning on doing, and I envisioned in my head this bed in the room in the middle of the room, right? And I was going to roll off the side of the bed and under the bed. Okay. Right? So the idea there was, would that provoke an opportunity attack if I was still within five feet when I went off the bed and then rolled under or behind something that would give me cover, full cover? Oh, okay. You see the point? Yeah. And I, I, was, I was trying to do that, and I thought, I'll just give up on it and see. And I just disengaged and ran. But I thought that was a good thing to bring up in the after party as what would you have, what would, what call would you have made if I said I rolled off, stayed within five feet of the gargoyle, and then rolled underneath the bed. If you had performed that feat and stayed within five feet, he wouldn't. You've been good. No, like he wouldn't have gotten an attack of O. Um, I mean, basic. Well, I, I mean, basically, that would have been you getting on the ground and rolling under the bed. I mean, that's what it amounts to. <laughs> right, right. But you know, I'd go from I'd go from being next to him to full cover. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But then you would also be prone and then he would get prone to attack you and then <laughs> and then we'd have you or guys destroy the bed or yeah, destroy the bed, bed or something i would yeah, assume yeah. he to crush the bed right so You're right right no right. Right, right so that yeah we had a little interaction there not the first bed shaft is broken 
Now you're talking, baby. <laughs> uh, yeah, so then Gozer, you had a little interaction in your bedroom. Well, I have a quick hypothetical for Leland then here. So what if Bryn would have chosen to run to Falzerin's room? Would I have made it by the time he was being attacked? Possibly. Well, judging by the events of how the episode actually played out, yeah, you would have. And then we would have, instead of you and Goza first, it would have been uh, Brendan Falzer in first. Yeah. Because, so, oh. like, on the spot, I chose to go to Gozer, not knowing whose rooms the gargoyles crashed into, thinking right. she's the strongest to help us. Yet another domino. Eggs. So, so two so dominoes for Brendan. You guys have blood on all of your hands. <laughs> What did Gozer do? Yeah, Gozer barred her door, fault. which doesn't help any. Gozer is taking precautions. Gozer. And, and Gozer has been doing that since episode one. Yep. <laughs> like, every time she's in an inn, she's been barricading that door. So that's yeah. just which, her MO. That's Elena forgetting. Maybe Bryn would have remembered. Dang it. I'm not sure, though, that because you guys have never shared a room. So I, I don't think Bryn even would have had that knowledge. Yeah, that's true. So good thing you forgot. <laughs> no one's ever going to want to share a room with me ever again. If there's a sock on the door, don't come knocking okay, on Okay, so now we can room. talk about Gozer's thing. I just had to know if hypothetically I could have made it. Dang it. So quite clearly, all of that was orchestrated uh, to abduct Falzerin. It's, it's funny. I've been listening back to all the older episodes, and I started at the beginning, and I'm now I'm working my way through. And um, that very first gargoyle fight is just so cool to listen back to it and how it tore you up <laughs> like it almost killed yeah. chucky and uh now you guys are just mowing through them like crazy uh or so it seems anyways uh, i did kind of depower their gargoyles a little bit for those encounters uh because the the i looked at it as it wasn't a combat encounter but more of more of a, a, a tactical encounter. Yeah, well, because cause they weren't, the gargoyles themselves weren't there to be the challenge. They were just to be the obstacle or an obstacle, yeah. right? And which is also why, well, Gozer's, yours tried to get run away. And right. put a pin in that one because I want to get back to it. So I want yours tried to run away. All the one, all Shafts did was try to stop Bryn from getting to Falzerin's room. Mm-hmm. Grab me up. Yeah. So, like, like I think those gargoyles, uh, you know, I, I was ignoring their damage resistances and stuff. Like, all your stuff should have been half damage unless you're using a magical weapon, right? I was wondering that, yeah. I yeah, I was thinking back to that, yeah. I'm poking with my rapier on this stone thing, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's doing just Thematically, fine. I'm, dink, 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 and yeah. it <laughs> falls apart. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. And then, of course, poor Fallsy gets the banner hob. <laughs> It's all gummed up by a big frog. (laughs) (laughs) Which we haven't, I haven't listened to that part either. I've seen rumblings from a few individuals uh, on Twitter that it's my fault for urging Falzerin to identify everything (laughs) (laughs) and use all of his spell slots. And I will say, and I think we mentioned this last after party episode, that yeah, I did say that something to that effect on Mike. Like, oh, you're just going to sleep. Yeah, you're just going to rest anyway. I you certainly, said that. I, I, without a lie, 100% did not have all of these events completely planned out at that, at that time. Uh, one, because I didn't expect you guys to be in Goldham as long as you were. 
Like, you guys were going to get jumped leaving Goldham. Neither did Shaft. Exactly. Right? <laughs> yeah, but then you, but then Shaft was the one that was like, all right, let's go to bed at this hotel. Or well, whatever. because it's already, like, after dark, and what are you going to yeah. do? It's safe, safest in town at that point. Yep, really safe. Mm-hmm. So safe. Well, I thought it was interesting getting ambushed in an inn because it, you don't expect that to happen, really. Like, every time no. Golzer's been barricading a door, I'm like, okay, that's... That's what Gozer would do, but like we don't have to worry about that. We're in an inn. We're not going to get jumped in an inn. Well, it was. Well, the I thought that was anyway. an interesting twist. Now you know better. It was a good way for Falzern to go out. Yeah, Leland, I, I think we <laughs> absolve you of your sins of of the. Oh, good. Uh, yeah, at least I do. As John and Shaft, I feel fine if you want to burn through all his spell slots at any point in time. As a character, when role-playing, do they know that he has, like, spell slots? Is that a thing? Like, would Bryn know that she's... It may not be something as incredibly tangible as how the mechanics happen to play out. Right. Uh, but definitely, Falls Room would be like, man, I'm I'm tapped out, like... Yeah, you could think of it more as like that's how much energy they yeah. have, and after that spe- last spell slot is used, they're just oh, exhausted. Oh, that's fine. I'm used can't. to the whole energy thing with Bill in real life, so that's that's fine. Um, Always out of spell slots, Bill. <laughs> Bill are you commenting on my stamina? <laughs> no. <laughs> One big no. fireball. That's it. That's all he's got. No. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just move on. That is not what I meant. But Bryn, for sure, like. 31, I think the listeners got a hint at, like, how frustrated she was getting at Shaft. I think everyone should be getting frustrated at Shaft. It was subtle. Um, It was definitely subtle. But what played into that was, like, her feelings of guilt, and I couldn't identify it at the time, but, like, I woke up the next day and was like, that's what it is. Like, she left him. She didn't go to his room first. He burned all his spell slots identifying her crap. You know what I mean? She was heavily involved in what went wrong. So I think we're at the point now where we could talk about the... Uh, where John and I can yeah. fight it out. Right. So first I'd like to say that Gozer was the one who started out saying that Falzard was useless and why are we doing this in the first place? Uh, actually, I do believe it was Thuft. Okay, Thuft. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, the instigator. <laughs> so Shaft was all in, if you remember correctly, to go and get Falzard until... Somebody brought up the cube. Again, that was stuffed. <laughs> yeah, and I went, Freaking oh, yeah. Leland. Do we have the cube? It was the question. And I said, check the bag. And I don't want to an- answer to Shaft. You were so much against checking the bag for that cube. Shaft thought, something's up here, right? Why won't you just check to see if you got the cube? And then you were so belligerent <laughs> about not checking to see if we had the cube because you were afraid... Shaft was going to take the cube. Yeah. That it started the whole well, and all that ma- bag. I, I guess I already like had the wheels turning of like all that matters to use this cube if we have this cube, which I know we have this cube. Like I didn't even have to ask Leland if we had it. We had it. I just figured we had it. <laughs> Shaft didn't know that. Uh, Do you think Shaft thought that Bryn was trying to pull off, like had ulterior, ulterior Shaft, motives? Or? Shaft had two things in his mind. Number one, that why is she not checking the bag? Because why you're telling you? me to. That's why I well, don't. But you're also a, an assassin and a thief. Yeah, but you'd boss me around. I'm never going to listen. Well, you don't have to listen, but you, I gave you an alternative. Which was? Right? If, if I don't get the bag, 
then I'm, I'm out done. of here. Yeah, absolutely. Because, and, and the other thing that Clint Stewart Which was, was not conducive to a podcast, by the way. Oh, what do you just, mean? It's fine. No, okay. Oh, I'm, I'm pin that one, too, because I'm going to get back to that as well. Okay. So continue. I want to hear point two. I'm curious. Of of what Shaft was thinking? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, two things. Okay. So there's the first thing. So then the... the uh, first off, Gozer was saying that it was useless to go get him. Second off, we didn't know if he was actually captured at that point either. And uh, I can't remember what the other thing was right now. Dang it! But but John's in character, adult, in character, Shaft, brain. Shaft would thank you. Shaft would. Uh, <laughs> he did say I thank think, you. He's very. Polite. I think Shaft is. Uh, oh, that's out of character. Sorry. Shaft as a character would also be looking at this as um, what are what is what is the purpose of this? Right. Our job is to go get the towers. And move on. Our job is not to go find this guy that's been hanging with us for two weeks and potentially get killed. I do have some information that you guys did not have that you haven't listened to. You've chosen not to share with us. Thanks. I'm pretty confident. I I think I have a good idea what information you have. But, um, yeah, that I think that makes sense. I understand. Now, Falzern has it. Uh, has some information that yes. the rest of the party does not either the, at this point. The thing is, John, I'm not mad at how Shaft thinks and acts because, well, anyway, <laughs> because you were thinking and acting like Shaft would. Yeah. But as Elena and John trying to like keep the party together and figure out how we move on from this, I was extremely frustrated with Shaft. So here's what I know as John, Leland's not going to, Kill him off as from a character perspective on the podcast. What I, I I would I would say if we all decided to go to the towers and just cut Bill out of the podcast. <laughs> I have Evil. I have confidence I have confidence in Leland that that would not be what would happen. <laughs> but I don't well, like that you wait. even posed it as like an option to be like you know what I mean. But sh- but but the thing is that Shaft would. Though. I know that's, that's, Shaft would. And that's why I said Elena and John, like, as far as, like, out of character, I was like, we've run into this before. Like, how do we keep the party together? I gotcha. And trying to think of that on the spot was very difficult. But at least it was made easier by the fact that 31 ended and 32 started. We had some time to redo some things. Well, yeah. Well, well, I just, there's two things I just want to interject with. So the the cube. So when Thoft brought up the cube. Originally, when I conceived this idea of Falzern getting abducted, which um, I've had, which I've wanted to attempt to do for very, 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 very long. What? <laughs> so when I, when I, thinking about it, I'm like, well, there is no way Shaft would go after Falzern. Oh, wait, but if Falzern has the cube, then there's some incentive. So Thuff brings up the cube. And immediately after it came out of Thuff's mouth, I'm like, oh, fuck, he doesn't have the cube. <laughs> yeah. like, oh, no. <laughs> he doesn't have the cube. <laughs> That's hilarious. So, oh, I just, yeah, I put my foot in my mouth. Uh, there so it's all second. Leland's fault. We hate <laughs> so, so the other thing, I'm sorry, are you done? No, go, go for it. Go for it. The other thing was Shaft was, just could not understand why Bryn wants to put so much effort into getting Falzerin. She's an assassin and a thief and works for Detmer. 
our goal is to go get the money and finish the job. This guy that was this guy two weeks. Th- that was hanging with us at the bar and and just sort of followed us essentially. And I think <laughs> I think <Right. laughs> John, that was cool. That's no, that's I'm, one perspective. We're, we're talking in character here. <laughs> really, but, I mean, but for real, John, can you see how I played Bryn? Though, like I was there was it took me a minute to figure it out. It was like a guilt of. There were multiple things that led to Falzer and being abducted that Bryn felt responsibility for. Absolutely, and that's what makes good role play. I think is the is is that moment in time we were at a disagreement, and what would your character do, and what would my character do, and sometimes that's going to lead to it could lead to fisticuff, right? You know, you know we what could... you know what it leads to. Elena not sleeping at night because she's all worked up. <laughs> Our recording ends at 11 o'clock at night and she's just like pissed at Shaft, this imaginary thing that doesn't even exist and she can't sleep. <laughs> I will I will say if Emily remembers that we took a break there for a minute and I went upstairs to get something to drink and I go, do you think Elena's really pissed at me? Or does she <laughs> yeah, know, she does. she know I'm playing I think a character? I, get, I think I get a little too into the role sometimes. But I mean, that's <laughs> that's like, that's how you know that this is a interesting thing we're doing you know that it's how you know i'm gonna be an academy award winner you know (laughs) we're obviously really get really invested and into this world that we've uh that leland's thrown us into and that we've uh tailored our characters i'm thinking about method acting and just living as Bryn for a little bit oh goodness (laughs) oh boy oh boy oh boy well and, and then back to uh back to the 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 splitting of the party not being conducive to the to podcasting and and create and creating this podcast i i really want to discourage that from ever affecting your rp uh elena because it's just like, hard not to think about you know of course I, really I understand hard. that and i like i i clearly have a plan for what is going to happen with falzerin i would never make falzerin's life hinge on a decision that the three of you have to do the three of you have to make <laughs> now one of your lives could hinge on on a, a on on an action that one of the others take and the the fallout from that action could very likely kill any any of you right right but i would never orchestrate a situation uh without having something planned for it i mean it's it's not like okay he's gonna get abducted uh if the party doesn't find him in an hour he's dead like, I was going to say, not, are you saying Falzerin's still alive? The listeners out well, there. Well, you guys took dead. a short Falzerin's rest, so I guess Falzerin's dead. <laughs> <laughs> they wouldn't stop arguing. So, so to 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 give you an example though of what I what I did in this. So I so okay, he he got abducted. You guys discovered very quickly after his abduction that he was gone. And then I'm like, okay, uh, if you know certain a certain, if this amount of time passes, this is. This is where Falzern will be. If th- and then if this X amount passes, okay. X plus two amounts passes, okay. This is what's happening. X plus five, okay. This is where Falzern is going to be. And depending on where you guys ultimately end up finding him, if you do find him in that time period, will di- dictate on where Falzern is, is in his story. So, yeah, your actions are influencing what is happening to Falzern. And your, the, the, the rate at which you seek him and or find him impacts Falzerin, but it certainly doesn't put Falzerin on a knife edge uh, of of death or, or living. But you as you as characters certainly 
certainly don't know that, obviously. He was character, and Bryn, I'm sure, was all like, well, shit, if we don't find him, he's dead. And yeah. mm-hmm. by all accounts, that's what your character should really think. Yeah. But you as players, as Elena, you should know. I know. That that's, I would never orchestrate something like that. It was it was probably the hardest it's ever been, just in that fight in 31 and the beginning of 32, to like, yeah, it's probably more Elena than anything. But it's me get out of my own head and like let go of control and like let it all just play out. You know? Right, right. I mean, what do you think uh, Bryn thinks of Shaft as a as a character? I mean, what do you what what do you think Bryn's opinion of Shaft? Great is? when you're thinking the same thing and on the same lines and on the same side. Yeah. The second you're opposed to him, they're just she's like super annoyed of him. So I would, I mean, you know, he works as a bounty hunter. Yeah. And he is uh, shifty. Yeah. Yeah, he's like whatever's the most advantageous for him at the time. Right. He's not necessarily out to to sabotage anybody. No, but his loyalties but... can be swayed. That's right. Now, what do you think of Gozer? Gozer's unpredictable. I I appreciate that like Bryn and Gozer have had a few moments where I would say like moments of humanity, I guess, but they're not it's like elf and what is she? Orc half work. Yeah, but um she doesn't trust her either, but she doesn't think that she's going to sway as easily. like shaft it depends on the day, man. Right. Now, uh, I guess Bill, <laughs> what do you think Falzerin thinks of the other three of us? I mean, he's really the wild card here. Yeah. I think Falzerin is a lot more naive than any of the other three. And more apt to trust people. I think that Falzerin is <laughs> Falzerin is quickly <laughs> Remember he just wants to talk it out. Oh, I'm sorry. Falzerin is just... quickly learning that he needs to not be so willing to just trust things that are told to him at face value. Um cuz he's lived a pretty sheltered life. He's lived he's grown up on or he's spent uh, the majority of his years on this island with a lot of like-minded people who have similar uh, interests and goals, aligned goals. Yeah, exactly. Like a community. So yeah, he's, he's a prime candidate for being taken advantage of and trusting someone who's not trustworthy. But, but what do you, what do you, how does, what does he Falzerin view, think of us? Yeah. It, what does he, how does he view Shaft? Cause I think we've had some good moments and apart from the fact that you don't know that I was willing to leave you for dead, I don't think there's any reason you would not feel that you and I are probably the most uh, together on things. I'm sort of yeah. not, don't want to fight. There's been the least amount of con- conflict between Falzerin and Shaft. Like, Gozer has... Um, has literally almost, knocked you out. Yeah, literally <laughs> knocked Go- Falzerin unconscious and on another occasion hit me but didn't deal the final blow. I think what it is is that Falzerin believes Shaft, and Shaft's just sweet-talking. Bryn's, Bryn's been very antagonistic on occasion. Um, private with but, you. I'm uh, very private with yeah. you. Yeah, but Shaft really hasn't given me, given Falzerin much reason to have any beef with him. Um, so probably out of all three, yeah, Falzerin is most likely to trust Shaft, despite Bill knowing better. Right. <laughs> so I think uh, it makes sense. 
He's a persuasive guy, and you're naive. You're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and and basically, and also just you know what what we've seen so far. There hasn't been anything that Shaft has done that I've witnessed that it gives me any reason to not trust him. Like summon these. Toads, I think I maybe apparently. have some. You know, maybe there's a, a bit of like a spidey sense is perhaps giving me some inklings that maybe this party, all three of them aren't the most trustworthy, but there's not a lot of concrete evidence to paint Shaft in a bad light. What about Gozer? I think Falzerin thinks Gozer is not one to be messed with. I think Falzerin thinks Gozer... Now, I know that Gozer's chaotic evil, right? Is that right? Yeah. 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 I don't think Falzerin thinks she's chaotic evil, but I think that she, she's, he thinks she's very self-serving and, and dangerous if, if you, she's almost, um, does things on a whim, you know, whatever is going to entertain her or. Yeah. So not, yeah. Ne- I wouldn't say necessarily that he thinks all that negatively of her. He just knows, you know, keep a bit of a, a berth, a wide berth around her because you might get smacked upside the head and knocked on your butt yeah meanwhile gozer kind of thinks of falzerin as a pet right yeah but i don't <laughs> Same think level is stuff i think probably the brin is the person that falzerin would have the most disdain for because of the fact that she's on several occasions or i don't know how many times but like willfully done things contrary to what Falzern thought was the right thing to do or uh, what Falzern tried to tell her to do or withheld information was not trustworthy. So I think probably Bryn is the person that he trusts the least, which is interesting because now Bryn is the one who's sticking up for him the most. But, but I mean, it's partly out of guilt. It's though. also the funny that Bryn would trust Falzern the most because she just knows you're a good guy. She senses some of that. Yeah, and Naivety. I think that's part of I think that's part of Bryn's guilt is that it's like, hey, this out of all four of us, this guy here is a happy go lucky yeah. trusting guy who I've just you know. I would almost think that Elena and Shaft would be the most on the same page. Because we're both really from that Elena same and Shaft. I mean Elena and Shaft. <laughs> Bryn, <laughs> Bryn, Bryn. Bryn and Shaft. Well, I think where we butt heads and where I disagree is that we're both just really stubborn and want our own way. Right, but I mean, Shaft would know that you don't like being told what to do, so he'll use that to his advantage in some way. Yeah, but I feel like she sees through that. She's not stupid. No, exactly. That's why I think we we both sort of know what our ultimate goal is, and, and we're both sort of from that same, you know, dark back alley. I mean, you're an assassin. Yeah. I think there's more to Brynn than that. I don't know. I I am at least playing her like her and Chaff should get along on paper, but there's lots more to Brynn, but there is there's a lot. There is not that much that Shaft has been exposed to. So yeah. Shaft is just operating on what he's seen of you, and I think that completely makes sense. Like Brynn's got a rough backstory, but she's just like I don't know. The Faelair and Forest Elves are a little bit different than. I guess my uh, my take on it would be, would Shaft, as a character, would he risk his life for the three of you at this point? Oh, definitely not. 
I don't think even Falzren would. Um, exactly. Even though he's the most glass half full, you know, rose colored glasses of all of us. For sure, Bryn wouldn't risk her life for Shaft or Gozer. Due to recent circumstances, I can see herself throwing herself into a lot of danger for Falzerin because there's more of a disregard for her, like thinking just a few weeks back, not even a month back or whatever, what happened to her friend, which you kind of know a little bit about. Like, she would just be like, well, at least I'd be dying for something that me." like, she knows Falzerin's a good person. She'd be willing to like, like, her life doesn't mean as much anymore. That's why she chose Assassin. Bryn only recently started killing people because she stopped caring about life. Oh, and from Shaft's perspective, he doesn't know how long you've been an assassin. Exactly. She tried to, like, exaggerate it a little bit to you at some point, but... Uh, so then we moved on to... Uh, how far did we get? We we got over the wall, we did some tracking. Well, and... we're kind of missing the 31 to 32. We should discuss what happened. Yeah, yeah, so... <laughs> Uh, yeah, the last two bouts of recording, uh, we've had quite a bit of technical difficulties we've been <laughs> trying to overcome. This one could not be overcome. Basically, from the end of, well, the first one, yeah, from the end of 31, for like another hour, I think it was only an hour, of our original recording, we lost uh, a section of our audio. So we had to redo a bunch of uh, that stuff, specifically the the uh the the road in which you encountered the the specters and then after that we had even more technical difficulties which i haven't had to quite tackle yet as far as editing go i tried to a little bit but that's going to be session 33 so we could we may as well just talk about it and get it out of the way now but um we had some syncing problems and this the cliffhanger that 32 left on this this third encounter in 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 episode 32 basically where that cut off is where our good audio cut off <laughs> out immediately after that everything got all fucked up and well, it's going to have to be I'm going to have to fix it now you're being nice and not pointing the finger but yeah that was it's that our was fault. our bad I don't know what our computer did, but uh, our audio just stopped recording, essentially, and we didn't realize. We usually are staring at it, like writing as it goes and seeing the timestamp, and we had a Google Chrome page up covering it and didn't realize for like an hour. Well, (laughs) to, uh, to, in your defense, uh, that was when basically Bill got to play for... 10 minutes and then he was gone for the rest of the two hours we were playing so i felt really bad because i didn't know how long it was gonna take for them to get back to you i didn't know what was gonna happen so the the order in which um a lot of the the one-on-one stuff between bill and myself uh, the order in which it's going to be put out into the the episodes is definitely not the order in which it was actually recorded. Whereas part of that first section, so that 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 little bit that we saw at the beginning of thirty two with with uh, just Falzern and and Izzy, uh, which the rest of the party actually has not listened to, I think, right? Right. No, we haven't. I don't know. Again, that's going to be up to Bill whether or not he thinks uh, it'll be fine for you guys to listen to. But um, Bill and I had to re-record that as well. 
and then we actually ended up uh, it kind of ended up getting expounded and there's a there's another section that i think is really cool <laughs> and i'm excited to to for it to actually be released and to I hope get we into can listen editing to it. and stuff uh you no. <laughs> dang it <laughs> definitely it's, not it's so hard to be a fan and like in it at the same time and can't listen to everything i know i really wish you guys could listen to that first little bit of 32 because i want to talk about it it's maybe bill you uh get everyone off you know the what? mic real I, quick for the rest of the episode it. it's probably remember um, the time safe soon. for them to listen to i think I don't know. You always think There's we know more than we do. There's not much that's given away, I don't think. Well, that's kind of what I was thinking. It's 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 quite innocuous as far as hidden information. It just literally is information that should be hidden from the characters because, of course, they're not there. <laughs> like, I don't know. Again, we can decide that off mic. But it's really your own um... after party later. <laughs> <laughs> We're not invited. So so um, in thirty two. All of the, those Spectre fights, those were actually all different uh, the first time we recorded them. I changed them, so at least we had something uh, fre- a little fresh, a little more fresh. Uh, originally, the, uh, the cairns in which the party came upon were large, much larger than the small little foot and a half, two feet uh, stacks of stones. They were, and they were made of bone, and as they came into contact with the I bone think it was cairns... Cooler. They formed into uh, a bunch of skeletons and attacked, attacked the party. The first time was cooler. Yeah, yeah. Well, I know, but I wanted to. I didn't want you guys to be bored, and I wanted to not sound like it was. Well, I liked that I one shot it stuff. I liked but... the second time. Actually, what was the thing you gave Gozer as a pet the first time? Oh, it was so, so cute. We miss. Yeah. Um... Oh, Thuft too. Thuft got a pet. Yeah. Thuff too. Thuff like. uh, got a pet rat because because all the the snakes and the bugs were originally like swarms of rats, and Thuff plucked one up and named it Thuff two and was his pet. Was so I was cute. honestly that oh man that was so funny. It was I really was cute. <laughs> I think that is the 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 biggest tragedy of that loss. Yeah, the biggest loss <laughs> is Thuff too. But we still got some funny role playing with Gozer and Thuff in the in the final cut where Thuff tries to catch a snake catch and, a goes, snake, yeah. and Thuff refuses to give Brynn her gems. Ugh, that was funny. They weren't your gems. Well, I killed the guy. <laughs> Whose are they? I, Whoever uh, picked them up. I was pretty ticked. When I was editing episode thirty-two. <laughs> I'm just thinking to myself, this is like the epitome of how this party functions. I think it's pronounced <laughs> epitome. One of them, one of them is God knows where. Could be dead. Could be lying dead in a gutter. So could, could literally still be somewhere dead in the city of Goldham. <laughs> well, we're and following the slime, you know? You're following slime. Yeah, you're following something. <laughs> Could be... De- who the fuck knows where Falzern is? And there's continue to stop to squabble over some gems. <laughs> that is so you guys. Oh my goodness. Uh, I love it. Don't forget the hour long break we took. Yeah. yeah. Brynn and Chaff decided to argue <laughs> for an argue. hour. And Gozer took a nap. I will say that 32 opened with a much more civil conclusion to the Brendan Shaft, yeah. you know, Falzer and Bag debacle, like her choosing to throw it at him. Right. I think at that point, as Elena and John, we were just like over it. And I, 
I for sure was. I was like, I'm not figuring think, out more of this argument. I think you <laughs> had a little bit more faith in the fact that whatever came of that, the party wasn't going to be well, split and the podcast wasn't going to dissolve based on an argument between Shaft and Brain. We stopped recording, right? We lost that audio, so I yeah. had time to sleep on it and think about it, and I was like, screw it. Yeah. Right, right. Um, yeah, so honestly, though, like, um, I am much happier with how all of, uh, how Falzer and stuff ultimately turned out, um, having to redo it. I, I, and even for, for Bill, I, I tweak some things, uh, small minor things, but I think they, I think it, it read better and it's, I thought, I, I think it sounded great. I really, I've always said you've got total creative license over whatever you want to edit that I say. So I thought, I <laughs> well, thought I mean, I, I don't, I don't really do that, but, uh, no, I'm excited. I'm really excited for the next couple episodes. Like the next, at least two episodes are big, are I think yeah. pretty big episodes. Uh, even, even There's bigger a lot than going on. like 31 was. Yeah. Yeah. There is a lot going on. That echo you added to your cackle was pretty good. Yeah, I was. I thought it, I thought it was actually a little too much, but <laughs> again, you could have I edited it. out yeah, I the it. Elena version of the cackle. Like you did not need the listeners' ears to be blown. <laughs> I was listening in the car, and it was like, <laughs> I'm like, okay, Leland, <laughs> leaving it in. All right. Well, I la- so I left it in to stress, and I hope it came across like to stress the point that its cackle was deeper, deeper. than okay. what you may expect coming from. Like, like it's not a witch's cackle, so that is why I left that in. I you need, call I me want, a witch. I needed the context. <laughs> Please call me a witch, you guys. <laughs> See after party. I could put a hard B on that and be read fine. between the lines. <laughs> <laughs> no, I thought that was great. I I loved the audio with that. The, these episodes, I it was hard to put my finger on what what was different, but it seemed like I don't know. It was just really good. The music. Good music, good extra stuff. Yeah, there's a couple the couple new stuff. new tracks I've put in and been trying to experiment. They're they're very clearly less fantasy ish. And oh, yeah. I think it's still working fine. Yeah. I was super happy with like the Bryn episode at the end. It was like Stranger Thingsy and like Yeah. Yeah, there's some really good tracks on Tabletop Audio. There were angels singing somewhere. Um so actually that's a good I'm going to a good segue into uh, one of our questions that uh, Jess sent in. She just asked, which I think we've actually had this question before, is when, when we record, do we have the, the music playing in the background, which we don't. But her follow-up question, which I don't think we have ever answered before, is uh, if not, do you think it would change the experience of role-playing if we did have it while we played? Ooh. I think, yeah, absolutely. Um, it would make it feel a little bit more tense um if put you more in the mood yeah and <laughs> i i've <laughs> i've uh i've read people you know in forums or whatever talking about how they do have playlists that they put on when they play whether it be board games or rpgs or whatever and i think that's a cool idea we've tr- we've tried it a how couple times when would we've been we playing games. not Elena get it in the audio no, it wouldn't. Oh, I mean, it wouldn't work for a no. I, uh, we could do it. We if we want the next time oh. we play it, we want to have me fiddling and like I can I can pipe 
tabletop audio stuff to you guys and not have it on our recording. I could easily do that. But we can we can experiment. Yeah, absolutely. Let's experiment. Oh, Interesting. We we do that with our other group. I usually have if you go into a tavern, I put the tavern sound, background sounds for in a cave. I put a background cave sound or music and things like that. It does add a little bit of you know that ambiance to the yeah too. But but it also is if you're DMing and you're trying to mess around well, with that. Well, I was just kind of I was just yeah. about to mention that too. Is it's just another thing to manage. Um, All right. So if anyone wants to DJ for us, what you would be hearing, yeah, right. What you would be hearing is not necessarily what I would actually put into the episode either. Uh, whereas I hope listeners have been picking up on it. I have some staple music that I use in specific times often related to specific characters like Bryn, you have your own theme song basically yeah i do every but time now i have that doing... stranger things too that was kind of cool well it's because you have a 45 minute long episode that can't play an eight minute track six times i'm probably not allowed <laughs> to say stranger things well, sorry there, there, stranger, it's things, very, it's, stranger it's, things stranger it's things stranger things it's very clearly is uh they're spoofing stranger things they're actually there are actually two tracks on tabletop audio like that and i used them both actually in the episode where you guys encountered the grung for the first time um episode session 24 i picture gozer's music to be just like bellowing like monk music like, <laughs> <laughs> like throat singing yeah just like that low throat singing and like shafts is like <laughs> yeah so i i guess uh to wrap up 32 like not too much. <laughs> he's like moving on. He's <laughs> like, enough of that. Let's shut Somebody's got to pull the reins here. I guess like really nothing happened all that much other than you guys squabbling over these these gems and, and fighting these two specters. And then, of course, it ends with with the, the poor Thuft getting launched into the air. So that specific fight, though, we <laughs> tried to make do that fucking encounter like four, literally four different fucking times. Until one, uh, until finally, I'm like, okay, you pick up the yellow gem, and nothing fucking happens. Like, <laughs> like I was so, I was so mad during that section of that recording. I was so fucking frustrating. Because our audio was messing up, or what happened? I yeah, don't remember. I don't remember that. Okay. You don't remember doing that fucking fight four goddamn times? Was Are you it? kidding no, I, me? I, Are I you remember. fucking issue, kidding me? Well, for one, Fulgren was part of it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, was it the true. dog's fault? What was it? You know, it was... Um, well, we dropped the audio the first time. So oh, John's laptop was almost dying. Oh, um, right. John's and then laptop. we all stopped because we he was... Okay, okay, okay. Was I remember. Yeah, oh, yes, yes. That's part of, of why right. our audio is not synced. Like, all of us had different... Yes, I, I have to... That's going to be brutal. Pain. Yeah, it's... It's going to be brutal. <laughs> we'll give you a massive raise, Leland. Yeah. Don't worry. We'll pay you twice what we pay you now. <laughs> yeah, I, f- I feel bad. That's that's rough. Ugh. Well, I, whatever. It's I mean, hey, we've been lucky so far, right? That's true. I mean, we've made it quite a ways without technical issues, so we're fortunate. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so, Jess, she said has another question, but I think I want to save it till next after party. Okay. I think it will possibly be more relevant. Maybe not to everybody. We'll have a lot to talk about. I'm excited. But she did um, have a couple comments. She's just really enjoyed the solo episode. Uh, can't wait to see more of them for the other characters as well. She particularly like, likes them because she says here, Leland gets, finally gets a chance to shine. And 
<laughs> show oh. us all how great of a role player he is. I don't. Can I read that? Did she really say that? No, I uh, I am deleting the Instagram message. <laughs> Sounds well, really suspicious. There may, there may be a, a bit of embellishment, but I mean, it's basically, <laughs> it's basically what it says. Uh, also, she says, uh, fuck you in these cliffhangers. I believe Ooh. that was directed to me. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good one. I like There's it. There's a lot I coming out where it ended. Yeah. Well, Elena, I think Elaine and I have both commented on different occasions that we love the fact that we've got some recurring NPCs because it does get to highlight Leland doing some role playing, which I think has been a lot of fun. So. Well, you know, it's, again, listening listening back to all these episodes, you know how much Isabella Good has changed. I've yeah. forgotten. <laughs> I had forgotten that I adjusted the pitch on her voice that I was doing originally. Yeah. Oh, I didn't notice. It sounds so. Terrible. I gonna have. I should go back and re-record those lines and put them in <laughs> with regular Izzy. With no one else Izzy. is re-listening like you are, though. Well, wow. I know, but I'm I'm going to go back and, and re-listen. There, yeah. I we still get. Well, you actually remember to get quotes for us? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> there was some. We need quotes, some, people. There's some sloppy music transitions. There's some sloppy endings on some episodes. All right, so you got some compliments. Listeners, uh, message us with your complaints about Leland's editing. Uh, we can't uh, get his, point, my, can't get his head too big. My point is, to, in, in reference to your guys' comments about can't quite put your finger on what's different, it, it is, I think, just small stuff. I think I'm just getting better at it, um, as getting better at constructing the episodes. Whereas, you know, when we first started, I had never done any 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 type of show like this before obviously right i mean a spoken podcast is there's far less work putting that together right like there's no additional right. tracks you're putting in there's no there's no real volume balancing with the music and that's another thing i'm getting better at too is there was mm-hmm. one, there was one episode where like combat music was so loud i'm like this is way too loud why is this so loud <laughs> i think it sounds great now and I, I didn't go back and listen to the first ones but i figured that's you know like anything with our characters and everything else, you're going to get better as you go along. Yeah. 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 I, I, I think the only downside to it is when people do start listening to the podcast that, that they, you know, they need to, to know. They got to sweat it out for a bit. It gets better, guys. But I think that happens with every because po- we're, we're getting to know each other, yeah. too. Right. Right. There have been uh, many other podcasts I've listened to that start out a little bit rough and get much better after half dozen episodes or whatever a lot of people have technical issues the first few episodes and stuff like that yeah we we hold off on ours till episode 30 yeah (laughs) yeah and we all as i mean we also didn't though it was recommended by a few people (laughs) that we just don't put out the first few couple episodes right like yeah we didn't have those get the work the kinks out episodes right yeah, we just jumped right in, which yeah. not only were we jumping right in with our characters, it was the first time any of us had ever RP'd together and done any role-playing, and it was the first time Elaine and I had ever done any role-playing, ever. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think, all things considered, it turned out really not The bad. whole point was to prove that it's doable. Yeah. And we just put ourselves out there. Also very clear that I hadn't... DM'd in a while too those first few episodes. 
and it's so funny though because like i i know what episodes that we all recorded in a single one of our sessions like i know (laughs) so you could just like tell up from three to four okay well yeah things are getting a little better oh okay six to seven is the next jump where things the next quality (laughs) jump (laughs) hey at least i'm not asking you about all my numbers anymore (laughs) yeah that's true that's true. Took a while. Speaking of technical difficulties, I'm having one right now, and oh. I don't know how much more we have. Oh no! But I don't want. I don't want to lose anything. So, uh, do we have anything else we need to get to? Uh, I think that was everything that I had. Oh, one last thing. So you, you guys constantly shit on me for my pronunciations of a few select words. <laughs> oh yeah, there's new ones <laughs> yeah. coming up, guys. Now I have yeah. one. Listen, that Emily says weird. Oh, Uh-oh. Uh-oh. she, she can't say Karen. She no. says Karn. What's this Karn? Tell us Karn. There's an there's I in there, Emily. Other, no, there, there's quite a few other words that I'm, I say weird that you just haven't come across yet. Yeah, Neelan, there's some, uh, in these upcoming episodes, there's a few where you say Southern, you say Cavern, and then there's a new one. I can't remember exactly right now, but there's another one coming. <laughs> I don't it's what makes, who, it's what makes says, our Leland our Leland. Nobody I, says Cavern. Yes, they I, do. Yes, they do. <laughs> Everyone <laughs> says cavern. The rest of the world. I, I, I would like to mention we were playing uh, Near and Far with Brian the other day, and he said he's going into the tavern. Oh, yes. Okay. All right. It's spreading. <laughs> Brian knew what he, he was it on doing purpose, there. Though. Oh, yeah, he knew what he was doing. It, yeah. starts, it starts out as on purpose before you know it. And it sticks. Yeah. That's All right. Funny. I think we need to wrap it up real soon. All right. Well, just one one other thing. Super McDad said, uh, "Can Gozer catch things?" And I was like, well, "What do you mean? What kind of things?" And he said, "Small green things that Ryan with puffed." <laughs> so, well, puffed. I had to think about that one. It's like rabies. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> is that a thing? <laughs> so Gozer can catch things if she's in the mood. That's... Oh no. Put some music on. It's only thirty. It's only thirty feet. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. They won't kill him, probably. Jeez. Oh, oh, and then I, I sorry. One last thing. I have a rules correction too. Um, I made a big deal of getting John you to to check whether or not pass without trace. You had to maintain concentration on it, and then you got hit, and I didn't make you make a concentration to maintain oh, the spell. Oh, yeah. <laughs> So like I I did get you to make a concentration check, but that was for an effect that the specter was doing on you, not oh. for <laughs> maintaining the spell. I didn't catch that. I don't think it changed anything in the game. We haven't though. really seen that because I haven't used much in the way of concentration spells. No, yeah, only on select occasions. Yeah, and I almost forgot. Like you with your flaming spheres, you had to maintain concentration. So yeah, right. Okay, well uh, I've been uh, Leland Steele. I've been Emily. I'm I've been John. I'm Elena. And I'm Bill. Thanks for listening. Happy adventuring. And that's our show. Our intro and outro music was created by Josh Jarvis. For your own musical inquiries, contact jamesmercymusic at gmail.com. All other music and ambient noise is courtesy of tabletopaudio.com. The Encouragement Party is sponsored by Critical Hit Design. Visit criticalhitdesign.com for all of your graphic design needs. You can find more info on the characters and world at encouragementparty.com. Enjoying the show? Have any questions or rules corrections? Email us, contact at encouragementparty.com, or reach out on social media. The Encouragement Party on Facebook and Instagram. 
at IncurgiblePar on Twitter using the hashtag AfterPartyIP for a shout-out during our behind-the-screen after-party episodes that drop every fourth release. Happy adventuring!